0: This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Got a little heated in your absence, Sono last night. That's
1: what I heard. I'm sad I missed it. I, I do enjoy when you guys get into quite an argument.
0: Yes. Yeah, we did. It well, did. I don't feel like I was getting heated. You were getting very I, heated. I was very heated. Steam coming out the the ears, so it was. I don't know why, it just really rankled with it. I won't go over old ground, but uh, yeah, I still stick by it. We got a lot of messages in last night. Nick made me chuckle because Nick said, I think Chris needs just a day off to just kind of decompress. And you're probably right, Nick, it has been a busy couple of weeks, but I stick by fundamentally what I said. I just, I, and again, my opinion doesn't matter a jot, but I just fundamentally feel that Jurgen Klopp should be on the sidelines for the Emirates FA Cup fourth round replay. Against Shrewsbury your
1: opinion matters as much as the next man, Chris.
0: Thank you, Rob, for it that. But It doesn't, really doesn't surprise
1: me that you got heated about this, though, because I, you have certain values that you consider. Your, your love for sport, I think, is connected with certain values and respect
0: is like key it, to so that, not. right? Yeah. Like it, tender She's hit the nail on the head there. <laughs> she has indeed. One man who is also a man, a rather principled man, is Harry Redknapp, a man who managed... Bournemouth, West Ham, Tottenham, Portsmouth, won the FA Cup, lest we forget, in 2008 with Portsmouth. He joined us in our studio this morning. We were up early, Rob, to catch Harry because he's a busy boy. He's over with his wife, Sandra. He's enjoying Dubai and he is going to be entertaining the masses on Friday night down at the Pick JBR. It is an event brought to you by Big Fish Entertainment's ME. He will be on stage with comedian Noel Brody Will Harry, and... We're told that tickets have sold like hotcakes. There are only a few left. I think there's going to be upwards of 600 people popping in to move and pick JBR to hear an audience with.
1: Yeah, over 550 tickets have already been sold. So there's only a handful left. You can get them on platinumlist.net or
0: ticketslover.com. Indeed, do just that. be a great night. He is, you said it to him, he really is one of the kind of real kind of orators isn't he he, he is, can spin, he, is. Uh, he can spin a tail he's the king of the jungle he is also for heaven's sake the king of the jungle is Harry Redknapp but we had him for about 25 minutes this morning so many topics to cover in the world of football whether it be Liverpool I know Roy Keane has come out to say that this Liverpool team cannot be called great until they start winning titles on a regular basis we wanted to find out Harry's thoughts on all of that we wanted to get his view on Jose Mourinho Ole Gunnar Solskjaer first up though it had to be the Emirates FA Cup. It had to be the topic that caused so much fallout on last night's show. Before he gets to that, he gets to this pretty quickly. This is Harry's thoughts on Jurgen's decision to essentially abandon the Emirates FA Cup and certainly to show disrespect to Shrewsbury. No, I'm not, that's what he's done. Uh, we wanted to get his thoughts on what punters can expect on Friday night. If they're making their way to move and pick JBR, what can, What well, you guys expect to see?
2: Well, lots of stories, you know, we have a laugh and. Uh, yeah, we've got, I think we've got loads and loads of stories. I mean, it's we wing it, really. It's not a, It's not <laughs> one of them I don't... We haven't got a script where I sit down and go, oh, yeah, this, uh, you, know, you, you know. We just sort once I get going and, you know, so, something else comes in my mind, I'm talking, I'll tell another story. And, yeah, it's it's good fun. You know, we talk, it's mostly it's football and, it's, as you say, it's, I'm a celebrity and that type of stuff.
1: We wing our show every night, Harry. So yeah. it's all right. We're in good <laughs> company here. Listen, there's, there's a lot of a lot of talking points, as there always is, to, yeah. to get to in the world of football. And, and the cups are coming under fire from from the two biggest managers in the Premier League. Keen to get your thoughts, Chris and I had a a pretty heated debate last night about Jurgen Klopp's decision to skip to not be at the the replay, the FA Cup replay against Shrewsbury Town. Some fans are saying that Jurgen Klopp has has brought shame on Liverpool Football Club for essentially disrespecting the FA Cup and disrespecting Shrewsbury Town, keen to get your take on it.
2: Well, I don't know if he's, he's bringing shame on, on Liverpool, but uh, certainly I do think he should be there. You know, it's uh, the FA Cup; it's a game, and uh, you know, there's nothing more important than watching your team play, whatever game it is and whatever time it is. You know, um, we have the summer; you know, where you can get your holidays in or whatever. Yeah. So. You know it's a game the FA Cup for me is when I grew up was the competition you know once a year we had a football match on TV and it was the FA Cup so the tradition of the cup for me is always important and so, but, you know, as a football manager, you're there, you go and watch, you should be. If your team are playing, you've
0: got to be there. The magic of the FA Cup is, is thrown out an awful lot, Harry. You've won it, lest we forget. Mm. You've won this FA Cup. Has the magic gone? I've seen a lot said and written this past season about got to scrap replays. Yeah. I was always, when I grew up, the replays of are the games that give the lower league teams chances to keep the tea lady in a job and the kit man in a job. Absolutely. I mean, they
2: were, the FA Cup was. As I say, it was always special. You know, I managed Bournemouth when we were struggling, struggling third division team. I mean, we were struggling. We had a poor side. My first year in charge there. And we drew Man United in the cup. We were cup holders. 11 internationals. Ron Atkinson, Brian Robson, that team. And we beat them 2-0 at Dean Court. And don't ask me what happened on the day... (laughs) I thought if we got a corner, we were going to do well. <laughs> you know, it was one of them. I thought, let's not get beat 6 or 7 nil today and we end up winning 2 nil. And, it, yeah, it's special. But that's what, it, you know, that's what... Be, the round before, we'd gone to play Dartford and they battered us and we hung on for a, a replay. And, but, yeah, that, that's the the magic of the FA Cup, isn't it? The, the underdog. It gives... It's not just about Premier League. People forget there no. was football before Premier League came in. And, you know, the smaller clubs... Revenue is all important, that that, that day to never forget the the Sutton United beating Coventry many years ago and all the great cup upsets, you know, Hereford beating Newcastle where Ronnie Radford scored that wonder goal. And then we played, actually, I was playing at West Ham at the time and we drew Hereford after they knocked Newcastle out. And we went to Hereford on a Tuesday night and played an ankle-deep mud and they battered us. I mean, we hung on Jeff Hurst, Martin Peters, Bobby Moore, played in that team that I played in that day. And we hung on a Grim Life and we played and we got a replay back at Upton Park and it was the time of the electricity strike. So we had to kick off at 12 o'clock, Tuesday afternoon. Wow. They closed the gates Upton Park at 10 o'clock, full house, because Hereford had captured the imagination, you know, yeah. and so two hours before kick-off, the gates were closed, and we, we beat them 3-1 that day, Jeff Hurst got a hat-trick, but it was, I mean, that was the magic of the FA Cup, wasn't it, Hereford put Hereford on the map, That the money they made from them games, you know, would have kept them going for years, so yeah, it's a shame, I think, you know, we, I do think we, we are, it has gone, it, it is going, because teams now
0: put out. Um, Do you take issue with that? Because I I am very much of the view that you as a football man, as a football manager, you get to pick the team. It's up to you. If you want to play youngsters, that's that's your responsibility to do that. But it only shows, Chris, really, you don't pick
2: them because you want to play the youngsters, in all honesty, and want to look at them and see. You pick them because you want to rest your first team players that's all it is you don't want to get injuries because you want to finish in the top four or you want to obviously stay in the Premier League they're the all important issues now and it's staying up in the Premier League is where the money is and that's where everything is almost
0: you know so um, What's the answer what's the answer Harry do we put more onus do we put more money on winning an FA Cup do we put dare I say it do we put a Champions League spot Yes I think that
2: would be an amazing idea you know uh, a great idea that fourth spot make it a, you know, FA Cup winners and then you'll see them all uh, you'll yeah. see Be- them because all because
1: the, the Premier Leagues it's just engulfed Everett, that the money in the Premier League and the onus not just from the Premier League teams on staying there yeah. but also the Championship teams on getting Get there, there it means that Championship teams are prioritising their league yeah. schedule over the FA Cup as well yeah. so it's robbing a lot of teams of the ability to actually win that tournament, And yeah. that's why I guess you do end up seeing the same four or five clubs in the latter stages every year. Every year, yeah,
2: every year, yeah the stronger. T- but, you know, teams do. I've seen teams that are halfway up the table and suddenly they'll rest 10 players. Yeah. You know, they just, it's all about, because every position in the Premier League is massive money. You know, you're talking about every position. You finish in, say, finishing 14th to finishing 12th. I don't know, it's probably, you know, millions, it's it's a couple of million quid or something anyway. So, I mean, that's where the money is, it's in the Premier League. So they're certainly not going to, that's where they tend to put all their eggs these days. But it's a shame because I'm a big, uh, as I say, traditionalist and the FA Cup is all important, I think, still.
0: The thoughts there of Harry, much more to come from him. I guess the kind of two takeaways is that he's very much in my camp yeah. when it comes to Jurgen Klopp. He's a manager of that football club. He should be on the sidelines for an FA Cup tie. And second to that, and I want to get your thoughts out there on four zero zero one, Champions League place for an FA Cup winner. Yeah, in an ideal world, Chris. But it's not, is it? It's we we, we obviously
1: football is it's survival of the wealthiest survival of the most money rather than the fittest. And that's what the the Premier League calls the shots because it's got the most money. And it's fanciful to think that suddenly they're going to go, oh, let's give a Champions League spot to the FA Cup just because we like it. It's got a bit of tradition. It's got a bit of history. It's being crowded out of the calendar by the the all-encompassing, all-consuming Premier League. And that's not to say that that's a good
0: thing. That's just the reality of what's happened. Mm. Let us know. Champions League place, what is it? 38 games you play over a league season.
1: I mean, you'll you'll be honest. It's not going to happen, is it?
0: The Premier League are no way going to allow that because they don't want the idea. I hate to say it, but... English football as well and I'm not sure even if the FA would be all for it for the simple reason it maybe gives a chance of a lower league club I don't know to go and win it and then they're your representative in the Champions League the following season uh, and again what a 38 league game season I always say it evens itself out over a league season a cup run seven games and you're in the Champions League that's the difference as well and we've seen teams get lucky in a cup run Wigan Weekend, great Wigan, great example Portsmouth in 2008 <laughs> as well We're in conversation with the man who joined us a little earlier today Harry Redknapp An audience with Harry Redknapp Former Bournemouth, former West Ham Spurs and Portsmouth manager Will be taking place, Move and Pick JBR This coming Friday It's brought to you by Big Fish Entertainment's ME Harry will be sharing a stage with comedian Noel Brody. There aren't many tickets, and I mean this sincerely There aren't many tickets left uh, But you can pop along to PlatinumList.net Or TicketsLover.com Com. That's ticketslover.com If you are keen to go I think tickets start from about 295 dirhams Should be a great night Harry really is one of the very best In terms of regaling tales We he were is. talking about that off air He is just And someone has messaged in to say that Represents a fading romance in English football Says Sanj We thank you for that Let me ask you very this poetic, question poetic It is very poetic from Sanjay Let me ask you this question Robert Is this current Liverpool team And I'm in no place to comment on this Oh really? Well, I am, but I'll let you comment on this one. Is this current Liverpool team great?
1: Uh, I think there's a difference, as we always say. You've got to you've got to differentiate between being a great team and being <laughs> a great team.
0: <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. What do, on earth does do, that mean? In other
1: words, you've
0: in other got to words, differentiate is, between is, a
1: great. Team. Is it a fantastic team? Of course, it's a fantastic team. Is it yet an era-defining team? Because that's what you're getting at. You're asking me, is it to be placed up alongside Fergie's Man United of the late 90s, Fergie's Man United of 2008, the Arsenal Invincibles, Mourinho's Chelsea of 04 to 06, Man City in the last three seasons. Is it yet at that level? They've not won a Premier League title yet. Mm. Ask that question into we're being a bit premature. There are European champions, they're world champions, back to back Champions League finals, en route to convincingly, emphatically, decisively winning this season's Premier League. It's premature to anoint them as an era defining great, but are they a great
0: team? Yes. Like that answer, you got there eventually. That was the question we put to Harry. Just throw in as well. They've lost just one league game, one league game in 61 that's astonishing so Harry are they a great team oh yeah team. it's a
2: great great team you know it's got to be a go on a run they've been on they really are they're a special team I mean I wouldn't sit and say it's the greatest team we've ever seen in the Premier League that, that's up for debate we've seen some great teams great teams over the years you know um, you know, the Man United, the Arsenal Invincibles, you know, it's, it's, everyone's got their own opinion who would be the better We t- who would win if, if uh, you know, um, looking at... On that then, Harry, who's
0: the best team you've come up against? Well, I would go back what before the Premier Good. League. I
2: like that. I would go back to Leeds United. Leeds United. Don that, that Don Revy team. I felt, you know, when you look back at a team with balance, it was incredible, really. Ter- you know, Reaney and Cooper. Rene was... Probably the only man George Best never got a kick against. He was hard as nails, quick as lightning, aggressive. Terry Cooper was the best attacking left back in the world. Jack Cholton, Norman Hunter, Johnny Giles, Billy Bremner in midfield were just two five foot six, five foot five central midfield players who could play like you wouldn't believe, but also were absolutely very very nasty and you know they could sort you out they wouldn't care if you were 6 foot 4 they would cut you down (laughs) to size and then you had you had Peter Lorimo who was could score goals from 35-40 you had dynamite in his boots Eddie Gray who was a genius of a footballer on the other side and then you had uh, Alan Clark and and Mick Jones up front you had people like Joe Jordan around the squad you know that for me, I always felt you know Gary Sprake was a goalkeeper, but that was a I thought that was a an amazing balanced team, you know.
1: Of the Premier League era, Harry, mm. you've got obviously Pep's City team, the latest incarnation who've yeah. been so successful. Fergie had a couple of teams: the, the yeah. 08 Champions League winners, the '99 Champions League winners, the, the the brilliant Jose Mourinho Chelsea team as well. Arsenal's Invincibles yeah, I mean yeah. I guess they would be the, the cluster Arse- Arsenal, which one would be top for you
2: We would be between Arsenal's Invincibles um, uh, and the Man United team I thought the Man United team was a, a game the teams you go through the teams
1: is, is, it the Ron- is it the team with Ronaldo and Tevez or is it the team that won the the, tr- the treble in 99 Probably the with Joachim and-
2: well probably the team that won the treble I'd have thought yeah. you know but both, I mean, they're both Man United teams. Again, great balance to the teams, they had width, didn't they? You know, whether it was Giggs and Beckham or Ronaldo, whoever. It, you know, Skulls, you know, Keane, I mean, it was just a fantastic. People like Vidic and and Yapstam and Rio Ferdinands and all them people that came through. You know, Dennis Irwin was an amazing yeah. fullback, you know. Um, yeah, it was just a team full of great goalkeepers. And that Arsenal team, when you look back at the Arsenal team, I mean, that was some team, all one, in you know, Vieira, Petit, you know, Thierry Henry, Dennis Bergkamp, people like that around, you know, t- uh, Tony Adams. You know, when you talk about the great captains and leaders, I mean,
0: uh, it, was, it was amazing, uh, some amazing teams. You mentioned leaders there, Harry. I've got my own views on this. Has it becomes soft a little bit, i look at the lack of leaders, and I'll throw that one out there. There doesn't seem to me, if you threw a blanket, you could literally throw a blanket over a few men that I think of leaders. Mark Noble springs to mind. A bit of a throwback is Mark Noble. They don't make them like that. No, no. They don't make them like Roy and and Patrick Vieira anymore. What is that down to? John Terry. John Terry, great example. John Terry, what what a captain, John
2: Terry. You know, Tony Adams, (laughs) amazing captain, you know. No, I don't know. They just don't seem to be around anymore, do they? And uh, it's getting more and more difficult. I mean, we've seen, you know, you've seen that with Man United this year. I mean, how how many captains have they had, you know? And I think now they've settled on the right, you know, Harry Maguire, I think will be a good captain for them. Um, Arsenal, look at Arsenal. Yeah. I mean, Arsenal of the club that's had the most captains this year. And I still... A is I mean, he's not really. I mean, he wouldn't be a captain for me. I mean, no, I don't know him, but
1: it's a bit of a problem when he, your captain's a, falling out with his own fans. <laughs> yeah. I
2: know, and then he has Shaka. You know, I mean, my what, God, you've got to be struggling with yeah. he's a captain, aren't you? <laughs>
0: that final comment—it kind of does ring true. You've got to be struggling if yeah. that's your captain. Now, again, as Harry I said, really that, I don't got know. I've
1: got a chance to ask you about Arteta yet.
0: We've already discussed a lot of draws. There's another one who's getting time. There's another one who's getting time. Rightly so. And, And absolutely rightly so. I mean, Martinelli is an absolute find, isn't he? He's been entrusting him. Saka at left back, the two of them have been linking up. I watched them the other night against Bournemouth in the FA Cup and those two are have been absolute finds. If you were to ask Arsenal fans, what is the kind of main win for you this season? A lot of them would say Mikel coming in. I think the majority of Arsenal fans backing Mikel to be a success. But the other two success stories, Saka in recent weeks and the, the, the emergence of Martinelli. He's been liking to... Ronaldo, not Cristiano, the original Ronaldo, he just looks an absolute star. A star has been born at that football club and I'm sure he will have many successful years. So the the short answer, he needs more time. I'll stick by it. I thought that he was the right appointment. I think Mikel, given time, will be a real good manager of Arsenal football. One of the
1: recurring themes with Harry though, recruitment players yeah, at the we'll end of the day
0: you're only as good as your players and that's so that's coming up Leeds United I know there are one or two that listens to this show Harry I know a lot of you will be with a wry smile he says the best team that he's seen is that Don Revy side of the 60s and early 70s that Leeds team what a team it was and it had a few Scots in there as well a lot of messages coming in for Harry and I will pass on to Harry Richard's keen for Harry to join him and his mates for a round of golf it appears tomorrow morning he's got a spot Harry available. is a
1: golfer uh, although I think he is having a little bit of downtime while he he's is. over here. Yes, he's
0: got Sandra over with him. His, uh, his wife is over, so I'm not quite sure she'd be too happy if he was to donder off and play some golf tomorrow morning, but we will certainly put the offer to him. That much, I can promise you. want to get back to him because you posed the question, Rob, and you're right to pose this question to him because we spoke about it last night. Jose Mourinho, yeah. it's been all a bit meh. Has it not, since he took charge at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? We we
1: worked it out. He's scored 20 points, I believe, in the 12 games that he has been in charge. Yes. Compare that with, I think, 15 points. 14. 14 from Mauricio Pochettino's 12 games. So 24 games into the season. He certainly improved matters, but I feel like it's been a bit underwhelming. I I was expecting, actually, in fairness, I, I wasn't expecting him to have a brilliant impact like a lot of people were i thought that he would struggle from the off because i just think that it's it's not used to it's not really a team not coming in and being able to wave the checkbook about and he's been told he's only got 10 million to spend in this january transfer window he's which is spent, about to come to an end he's just spent 25 million today well, I, I suppose that was from the sale of Ericsson, I take it.
0: Yeah, Stephen Bergwijn, incidentally, for those of you just tuning in, Spurs fans, the Dutchman, big fan of Steven Bergwijn. He's been good for PSV Eindhoven in the last couple of seasons. I think he's got 15 goals last season. He will wear the number 23 shirt. So he is replacing Christian Ericsson in that particular shirt. He is someone who I think he'll be an exciting signing. And there is some suggestion that Gareth Bale that talks yeah. are ongoing for Bale as well.
1: I think Mourinho, a little unlucky to, to lose Harry Kane to injury, of course. That yeah. goes without saying. But when you consider where Tottenham were at the end of last season en route to that Champions League final and playing some of the best football in the Premier League, there hasn't been the bounce back no. post Mauricio Pochettino that you would hangover. have assumed. It's yeah. been The hangover has continued into the Jose Mourinho era. Mm-hmm. And... I just think that raises one or two questions
0: about Jose Mourinho. Well, you posed the question to Harry. Does he still see Mourinho as the winner that he was when he first announced himself to English football 16 years or so ago? Take a listen.
2: Well, if he hasn't got the budget to buy players, no, he's got no chance. <laughs> I mean, that's as simple as that. And it's, you know, it's uh, it's all about... We, we all get carried away, you know, with with how great people are. And it's, it's about good players. You know, no disrespects. You know, Liverpool were struggling. They've struggled into fourth position, didn't they? You know, Two years ago, and then the manager they go out and, and get Van Dyke and they bring in the goalkeeper. Suddenly, they're a different team, aren't they? Mm. You look at them. Suddenly, it made such a difference. And if you've got the, you know, if you, you've got the finances to be able to go out and buy two or three, Man United could be a great team in two or three years if they go and buy four fantastic players. You know, but you've got to find them somewhere. Where are they? And it's about recruitment. So unless Jose can, they can go and bring in you know three or four players that are going to make the difference to them. Now, then they're not going to be a challenge for the top two. You know, they're not going to be pushing Man City or Liverpool for a title. I thought at the start of the year this year they would. I really thought Tottenham would be one team. You know, they finished third last. You know, I thought they'll close the gap this year on Liverpool and Man City, but. Uh, they didn't, and Pochettino obviously took you know he suffered through that. And uh, but his record, as I loved him, I thought he was a great great guy. I'll get on well with him. But his record in the end, I mean, it was 25 games, or was it 24 points, or yeah. 24 points, 25 games, or whatever that was relegation form, wasn't mm. it? Over the period, so yeah, I mean, you're working for very ruthless people when you work with Joe Lewis, he's not going to stand. You know, and he'd obviously looked at him and thought hang on we're not going to make Champions League here so they brought Jose in that would, that would have been what he'd have come in that would have been his, what he was brought in to do make a top four finish because they can't afford that new stadium they can't afford not to be in the top four and he's probably on a bonus that would be absolutely incredible to, to do that job as well so that is their aim this year to try to make the top four it's going to be They've got a chance. I could still see them doing it because everybody else, nobody else seems to want that position, do they? Chelsea can't string two wins together. Um, you know, it, so there's every chance. Man United, mate, it's a, it's a toss up between them and Tottenham. and you know, there's three or four teams that are fighting for that full spot, and, and Tottenham are one of them. But no, unless Jose gets money to spend, he's not suddenly going to bring kids out the youth
0: team and no. turn them
2: into world beaters. They haven't got; they're not around at Tottenham. There's not a great group of kids coming through.
0: Last one for me, Harry. I know you're a busy boy. I, I want to get your thoughts. Listening to you there, saying that it is majority of it is down to the players. Yeah. Ali Gunnar Solskjaer is someone who and I read today that the propensity for the media to focus on negatives and lazy journalism means that we've all failed to understand what he is doing at that football club which I have my own views on at United does it not smack of too big a club for a man that let's be frank Cardiff and molde it isn't exactly no, a for a man you job it does look it. no
2: I mean you know it's It does look that way, doesn't it? I mean, you you know, I'm not being disrespectful. I mean, he looks a great guy and he was a good player and everything else. But you look at him and you listen he he doesn't quite come over as as a Man United manager. But, you know, um, you wish him well. And if they bring in three or four fantastic players, I mean, you know, he's got Michael Carrick with him as well. And Michael's a great guy. I signed Michael as a 15-year-old. So I would love to see the pair of them do well. They look good people. But... He's got a big job on it. He's a tough job. I mean, you know, we've had, look at the managers that have followed Fergie and none of them have really, you know, cracked it. It's been hard because of the team is in decline. I think Alex, obviously, when he left, he, they won the league that year, but he probably looked at it and thought, hang on, you know, Rio's come to an end, Vidic is yeah. finishing, Evera's at it. It's time to, you know, where do you replace these people? It's like, see, it's like we're saying, we go and get three or four new players, good top player. Where are they? Where do you find them? Yeah, big clubs who don't want to sell people don't want to sell their best players do they
1: Gary States. Neville said Harry that it was inevitable that Man U would find their way back on, on, a, on a successful track we saw Liverpool 30 years looks like they're going to end it obviously this year but 30 years without a Premier League title is it conceivable that a club the size of Manchester United could undergo the same kind of drought
2: absolutely yeah it's possible I mean you know we forget Man United of a uh, you know, we we look back. You know, twenty five. I'll forget how many years now. But they they. You know, when they were, when they were struggling. You know, a struggling team, weren't they? And uh, got relegated, didn't they? I mean, they had to spell in the championship, yeah. didn't they? So yeah, it, it can happen to any club. You know, it's. Um so, you know, you hope that the, you know, it's a massive club and a world famous club everywhere in the world is, you know, followers of Man United. So you wouldn't want to see them out of the way for too long. But they've got a long road back. They, as I say, the recruitment is all important. They need somebody to come in, if they've got the money, who can spend the money right and bring in the right players. That is what it's about good recruitment. And that's what Liverpool have done very well, bringing in Van Dyke. You know, was it was a massive. He, he absolutely transformed the team.
0: And he mentions Van Dyke, there does Harry. He's absolutely right. Liverpool's mm. recruitment has been second to none in the last yeah. couple of years. You talk about the Mane, brand of football.
1: Salah, Van Dyke, Allison. I mean, talk about
0: knocking it out of the park. Yeah. Even with Naby Keita, Andy Robertson, he's kind of been in and out of the Andy team. Andy Robertson again. He's added so much. It's been brilliant. You've got to top off your caps. Ox- even oxlade Chamberlain. Yep. Yeah. He's rejuvenated. He spent big money. They were criticised for it. There was an awful lot in his first few months, I remember, I recall it. A lot of of people chuckling, a lot of people sniggering and thinking, really? But look at how he's transformed. Fabinho, I've gone on record. I stick by I think Fabinho is the best player in his position on the planet right now. His understanding of it and what's been asked of him by Jurgen Klopp makes him a real standout. Jordan Henderson's flourished. I know he was already at the football club, but he has flourished as well with better players around him and with a good manager, like Jürgen Klopp, the voice of Harry Redknapp, always great to catch up with him. I thought he looked awfully well. He looks he fantastic. Looked, yeah, really he's good. looking in
1: fine fettle. He and, certainly uh, is. Yeah, he's, uh, he's lost a couple of pounds as well. He I has.
0: He's, he's enjoying life, is Harry. Just reminder, an audience with Harry Redknapp this coming Friday, Move and pick JBR. It is an event brought to you by Big Fish Entertainment's M.E. It is uh, an event that is almost sold out. Tickets do start from 295 dirhams. The last few, and I mean this, I truly do, available at platinumlist.net or tickets Lover.com. They may have already sold out, but if you are interested, it will be a great night. Harry's up on stage with comedian No Brody. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to pop down there and enjoy it myself down there. So looking forward to seeing all of you there as well. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.